Hello and welcome to step five in the five steps to developing a growth mindset presented to you by Inspiration Attack Co. Thank you so much for coming back. I hope the previous four videos have given you a whole new perspective on things that you want to do and directions that you want to go. If you have not watched the first four videos, I highly recommend going and watching those before you proceed on this one so that you are ready for this next step when you come to it. So far, we have covered step one, pre-contemplation, step two, contemplation, step three, preparation, step four, action, and now today we are going with step five, maintenance. Like usual, we're going to go ahead and cover a quote, what it is, a practice, a story, and as always, my contact information will be at the end. Share it today. I would love to hear from you. Again, all of my contact information will be at the end, including how to join Facebook and how you can support Inspiration Attack Co. On the corner of each slide, you'll see patreon.com slash inspirationattackco. And this is someplace you can go to support. I'll talk more about that at the end. But for now, let's get started with our favorite quote of the day. Gerard Way states, being happy doesn't mean that everything is perfect. It means that you've decided to look beyond the imperfections. This is such a huge one, especially especially at this point. If you haven't launched what it is that you're wanting to launch, if you haven't devised an action for that, you may want to go back through all of the steps and take a look at it for how you can launch your dream. These are steps that you can do over and over and over again. The hardest part is letting go of the imperfections, of the perfectionism that you think you need. I'm going to do another class on that at another time, um, but it doesn't have to be perfect. It just has to be finished. Put it out there. I'm sure you've seen the mistakes that I've had making all of these videos. <laughs> I know I have, <laughs> and I had to stop myself from going back and recreating everything and starting over from not necessarily scratch, because when you start over, you're starting over from experience, right? You're not starting from step one. You're starting from step 20, right? You've already done some things leading up to where you are. It is always okay to go back and use those steps again to keep moving you forward on your dreams. Maintaining everything that you have worked for so far is so important. For me, part of leaving corporate America was because of my health mental and physical, fibro, depression, anxiety, burnout. You can hear it on, on other videos as well, those stories. Now I continuously remind myself to be mindful. Watch videos that remind me of what I'm doing and why I'm doing it. Passion for the future gets me out of bed and the pain isn't gone, <laughs> but the drive is stronger than the pain. So if you can be kind to yourself with everything that you have been developing, you can remember that each step is a step forward. Sometimes it can feel like three steps forward, two steps back. Sometimes it can feel like 
one step forward, ten steps back. But every time you meet one of these challenges, you can face it head on and you can go back through and do the journaling that we have talked about. Okay, I have a challenge right now. These are my two choices. I can either do A or I can do B. Okay, I like how A works better. It makes me feel good. I'm going to go with A. Here's all the steps I'm going to keep doing for all the journaling that I've done so far on what that is now. And if any of this I'm explaining in ways where you're just kind of sitting there going, what in the hell are you talking about? Please reach out to me. Let me know your questions. I want to answer them. If I get a lot of questions on the same thing, I may do a whole nother class on it. If I get just a few questions, I may respond to you individually. I may pop on a live. Who knows? <laughs> the world's a wacky place. Anything could happen, right? But the biggest thing is know that when you get stuck someplace, it's not permanent. You don't have to stay stuck. You can move forward. And sometimes that move forward looks like being able to sit down and get a whole bunch done in what you want to do and you feel super, super successful. Other days, it looks like you laying in bed, writing down a few ideas that you can really pour yourself into later when you're feeling better. Each one of those is a step forward. Just because something's a small step doesn't mean it's insignificant. Just because something's a large step doesn't mean you're not going to go back and delete it. Every single step is going to move you to another place. It's like a dance, you know. Think of all the, all the wonderful songs out there, you know. Life is a dance. You learn as you go. It's very, very true. And in the maintenance stage, as you're taking action, the things that you don't like, you can change. Because it's up to you. Because this is your dream. If you scrap the whole thing and start all over, sometimes that happens. But again, you're not starting from scratch. You're starting from experience. Okay, now my vision shows this going this way and this way and this way. Getting to the point of where I'm doing this class came from years of trying things and discovering things and seeing what worked and seeing what didn't work. I've delved into podcasts. I've gone into YouTube videos. I've gone into Patreon. I've gone into this. I've gone into that. I have jumped all over the place. And people who have been watching me, you have seen probably all of this going, what on earth is she up to now? But the great thing about all of that is I've captured people's attention along the way. So now as I start releasing my classes, people can start going, oh, I kind of like how she did that. And if you reach out and you let me know, then I can design classes around what people want to know. What, how are you missing? I have this great idea, but I just don't know how, dot, dot, dot. Whatever that is for you, 
Let's find your how. Let's find what your next step is that can lead you to the next five steps of what you need to do to get to your dream. Because it's one thing to sit there and dream. It's one thing to start taking that action. But if you don't pay attention to what's working and what doesn't working, a.k.a. the maintenance phase, then you're going to get to a point where you're just going to give up on all of it. You're going to wash your hands of it, and then it's going to sit there. And it's going to become, I coulda, shoulda, coulda, woulda. Shoulda, coulda, wouldas don't make any progress in our lives. Shoulda, coulda, wouldas, if we look at them right, can be helpful. I should have done this. Okay, well, what can I do now to project it forward so that my future self has a better time? Okay, I have two paths I can take. I can do this or I can do that. Oh, I like this one better. And again, back to step two, back to step three, back to step four. However that all fits. You can jump around. You can do this part. That didn't work. Okay, I'm going to focus on this part that's a little bit easier so I can have some successes. Yay, I got that done. I feel great. I feel wonderful. Now I can go back to this. Oh, I see why that wasn't working now that I stepped away from it. Now, if I change this and this and this, that works. It falls into place with the other thing that I just finished. Oh my gosh, I just launched myself forward and I didn't even know it. That is why the maintenance is so important. This process works for anything in your life that you're going through. Here's a list of just a few major changes that can happen in life where these steps will help you. If you're going through a divorce, a marriage, children, illness, mental or physical, death of a loved one, loss of a job, leaving a job, quitting drinking, drugs, smoking, grown children moving out, grown children moving back in, care for someone who cannot care for themselves. These are just a few things that are out there that make up the major life changes that make us stop and assess where we are in life compared to where we want to be. You can look at these as a rock bottom or you can look at these as the beginning of your next adventure. In order for things to start anew, the old things have to go away. Think of a phoenix rising up from the ashes, right? Maybe in your ashes, maybe when you're at your rock bottom, whatever it is you're calling, you are in bed every day and you can't find a way out, or you are in a job where you are crying every day, in a marriage where you are crying every day, a relationship, family, whatever it is. Stop and take a look at why you're feeling all of these negative feelings. Where is the fear coming from? Where is the anxiety? Where is the depression? All of it. What does, what's the reoccurring theme? When you are triggered and you are feeling like you just can't do it anymore. On the other side of that, track what's working. These are the things that are making me feel good. These are the things that are making me happy. These are the things that make me want to strive for more. How can you implement those things into your life a little more? Before you know it, all of this combined starts flowing 
and everything all of of a sudden starts showing up for you. Things that you didn't even think of all of a sudden, bam, is there. And you're like, oh my God, that is the most brilliant thing ever. Thank you universe for delivering this because now everything can move forward. And now I can move this and I can link that and I can do And all of a sudden it feels like everything is moving and moving and moving and you feel great and then everything collapses and you feel like you're at rock bottom again, right? Life is a roller coaster. How many times have you heard that? You have your ups, you have your downs, you have your in-betweens, you just want to plateau. The more that you pay attention to what's working and what isn't working, or what feels like work and what feels like fun. I One thing that I have heard numerous times on this journey is when you truly love what you do, you will never work another day in your life. It doesn't mean that what you're working on doesn't take work. You have to actually take action for things to move forward. But when you love what you do, it doesn't feel like work. There's parts you're not going to like as much. But then when you conquer those, oh my God, the feeling is phenomenal. (laughs) How do I know this? Because I am recording video number five of my first Five More Steps series. This is something that was a teeny tiny little speck of light for decades. I have been listening to other gurus. I have been listening to... So many things on how to be happy, how to move forward, have the life that you want. And until I started compiling it together and actually put a vision together of what I wanted to do, and that came about, you know, close to about three years ago. And then I started putting it all together. I knew what the grand picture looked like. I knew that I wanted to do classes like this. I knew that I wanted to help people. But I didn't know what that all looked like. And I was so stuck on how it could all come together. But when I stopped and I started allowing it to come together and doing the steps that I have talked about, now I can go back and maintain. It's not as overwhelming as it was almost three years ago because of the action that I took to get where I am today. And that is on step number five. That is here with you today. Putting things into motion, I thought was only a dream. So with that being said, let's take a look at today's journaling challenge. What needs your attention? Get your notebook, get your pen. Five things you can do on rough days to make them better. And and let me tell you, you don't have to sit and do this all at once. You can have a notebook and you can make little notes here and there and then combine it later. Those little notes here and there are how you work through all of this, right? So five things you can do on rough days to make them better. Some of mine include doing yoga. Sometimes it's laying in my bed and doing my stretches because getting up and actually doing some of these poses is not possible that day. And rather than beating myself up because I'm not getting up and I'm not doing specific yoga, 
I can lay in bed and I can do stretches that will help the painful places and then I can meditate. And in that meditation, I can visualize the pain going out of my body. And then once my body is starting to feel like I can function again, I can get up and do whatever it was that I wasn't able to do. And once I have that done, I can see how I feel. I can reassess. Do I need to go lay down before I get to the point where I don't have a choice? I have to go lay down. Will laying down for five minutes and meditating for that five minutes help me to be able to, for example, today I'm going to go pick up my son. It's about an hour drive round trip. I do this every, every day that we pick him up so that I still have my practice of driving. During the week, I don't have a car. I don't go driving anywhere during the week. So I'm able to drive and go pick up my son and come back home and go lay, lay back down in bed. This made it possible. Then just recently, I went on a road trip with my mom. We covered six states in two weeks, four of them in one day. I didn't do a whole lot of the driving, but I was a passenger and I was able to take the steps that I needed as a passenger to be able to function as we are going that long. When we stopped for gas, I knew what stretches I could do at the gas station. I let go of the paranoia of, oh my God, people are going to see me. Me being out of pain was more desirable than fearing what other people were going to think. So I got out every time we filled up with gas and I did my stretches. I didn't care who was looking. I didn't care who was doing what. I did my stretches so that I could feel better through the drive. That's something I can do when Adrian and I start traveling. I know those stretches are important. We're going to have a class C so I can go in back and I can lay down when I need to. These are all things that make it so the rough days will be a little better. I'm coming up with plans because I know those days will come. Little bit by little bit, I'm learning different things that I can do to feel better. Right now, when I feel like our dream of being able to travel the U.S. is too much, I'm having a, a level 10 pain day and it doesn't feel like I can do anything and honestly, I just want to die. I don't want to take my own life, but I don't want to be in that pain anymore. I had a night like that last night. I have plans in place. Adrian helps me through. I have a good team I surround myself with. I have good friends. I have good family. It took time for all of us to get in the same place. But because we took the time to develop those relationships and to communicate about what's going on, now when I'm having a hard time, my friends and my family understand both what I'm going through and what my needs are when I can't vocalize them. That took a lot of communication. Communication is something you can do so that when you have rough days, 
it's going to make them better. Challenge number two is put together the items that will help you on those rough days easily and accessible for those rough days. So this is like a, what I was talking about with the maintenance. Okay, this very obviously is not working. When this happened, I was devastated and I curled into a ball and I crawled into my cave and I didn't function. That's okay. Sometimes we need to crawl into our caves and sometimes we need to not function. Sometimes that's our body's way of saying, hello, I need a little rest here. Sometimes we're reminded of that a little stronger and we're sent to the ER because we haven't been doing our maintenance. Sometimes that trip to the ER is how we're learning. Oh, that's a maintenance I need to do. Okay, listen to your body or you're going to go there over and over and over again. If you're somebody that has been going to the ER and you're frustrated because things aren't changing, take a look at your life. What have you changed to make sure that you're not going back? Because your body will let you know when you are not doing the maintenance. <laughs> I, I have seen it with friends. I have done it myself. I have seen it with family. If you don't stop and take the time to do what is necessary for your body to recover, you will end up with a major catastrophe in some way. When you don't listen to the universe, it starts out kind of like a whisper, kind of like mom. Okay. All right, moms, mom, 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 what? That is what your body is doing to you when you are ignoring when it's trying to get your attention. Excuse me. Hello. Okay. I'm going to throw a little pain your way so that you can start paying attention to what's painful. No, no, not just pop more pills, ignore it and say you're going to do it later. Actually move forward and do what you need to do. Rest. Look at what you're eating. Look at your exercise. I know you don't have time, but guess what? You're going to have to make time. It's time to make yourself a priority, not everybody else. Whatever those tools are that you learn to get you out of this difficult time that you're going through, you will get through it a lot faster. For example, I used to have anxiety attacks that would throw me into bed for three days. I couldn't pull myself out of it. Nobody else could pull me out of it. I have gone from days to at most hours. A lot of times I can pull myself out of it if I catch it early enough within an hour or two. That used to be days. But because of the skills that I have developed and because of maintaining paying attention to what works and what doesn't work, I can now do it in hours.
That's huge. Oh, okay. Huge and deep, right? <laughs> so like usual, guys, thank you so much. I hope that you have some amazing takeaways. I would love to hear your takeaways. Join the Facebook group. Just take your phone, get your camera up, take a little picture of this QR code, and it will send you to the link to be able to join the IAC Masterclass Facebook group. Inspiration Attack Co. is funded by viewers like you. You can go to patreon.com slash inspirationattackco and check out the three levels of contribution. Each level gives you some special inside peeks and tips and tricks. And all funding from this goes to supporting additional classes from Inspiration Attack Co. You can email me your questions, comments, concerns, ahas, freakouts, whatever it is that you're having. Send me an email. Make the comment line five more steps so that I know it's a personal email and not any of the other <laughs> coaching emails and things that I tend to get. So five more steps tells me that you are reaching out because of this series. You can also check out my YouTube channel. Um, I need a hundred followers to make this easier to remember other than just the jarble at the end. So when you get on YouTube, go on, subscribe, like, share, all the things. These are YouTube and Patreon are the two biggest ways that you can help me get my word out. My goal is to help as many people as possible get through whatever it is they're going through. And whatever it is that you're going through right now, just focus on the next five steps. Have an amazing day. Thank you for joining me. And remember, stay inspired.